1: Hello friends, we're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked. The weekend starts now, so it must be time to talk about the news. Let's go. It's newsworthy. I'm here with Jeremy Lambert, as I always am. We got all of our favorites here today on Overbooked. Jeremy, how you doing?
2: I'm doing well, Joel Pearl. How are you? It's a beautiful Survivor. Saturday. It's a beautiful Saturday in Ohio. Every day is a beautiful day in Ohio. That's a great vibe.
1: Is it, do they, does it, is it true that Cleveland still rocks?
2: I don't know. I don't live in Cleveland, so I have no idea what Cleveland's like.
1: Well, good point. I don't live in Cleveland either, but I do have five news stories that Jeremy wrote for the week that may have gone past your news feed, or maybe they just stuck around. Either way, let's uh, let's take a look at them. You want to talk about the week? You want to? You want to? Do you want to start this thing with anything, or can we jump right in?
2: Jump right in, Joel. What? Let's let's go Joel Pearl what what is wrong with you today it doesn't All seem right like it's damn. a beautiful saturday in the Joel Pearl household
1: No I'm off my game and I have been somewhat sick for the last four days so i am ready to just crawl into a hole let's go number five mercedes varnado formerly sasha banks discusses filming her movie and launching a makeup line Uh, mercedes appeared on bailey's instagram live show this past week it was a charity stream to benefit the family giving tree uh this is uh, an annual thing that bailey's been doing but uh, having sasha on or mercedes as she's known now was uh, was a pretty big deal it got everyone out and watching so talk to me what's uh what what popped about this whole thing to you?
2: Uh, Bailey and Sasha, clearly really good friends. They have a lot of fun together on the stream. It was cool to see them reunited. Uh, when this got announced, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to tune into this. Um, I didn't expect you know her to break any news of like, I'm going to be at New Japan. I'm going to do this, this, and this. She didn't really say too much about like wrestling. She kind of hinted around some stuff. Andy Hartwell was also on there. Roxanne Perez was also on there. Like at the time when uh, Mercedes was on there, Biggie was on there, but not at the same time as Mercedes. So it was a a fun little charity stream that, that Bailey did. And you know, when it's a two and a half hour stream, my thing is always got to pull something out of this. And I pulled the, her talking about the makeup line and talking about the movie, which is, uh, I feel like a, a pretty big deal that she was able to do the movie. She's obviously been in the news a lot. I also wrote the story about uh, her reflecting on training in Mexico, which would uh, seemed like she had fun down there and getting called El Stupido uh, by Skyda and everything. So it was a fun little stream, I guess. And the main thing this is newsworthy is because like Mercedes is just in the news and she has a lot of ventures, Outside of wrestling, I know she's in the news a lot for wrestling, but she's talking about her CBD line to get makeup line filming a movie fashion week. She's big into music and everything. She has a lot going on outside of the world of wrestling.
1: You would say she's booked and busy.
2: Yes, sure. And
1: uh, of course, she's big into music. Did you not know that uh, her her cousin is Snoop Dogg?
2: Uh, I've heard that rumor before.
1: And did you know that uh, Snoop Dogg found uh, Lil Bow Wow, and that Lil Bow Wow is currently in a in a blood feud in AEW with one TBS champion Jade Cargill?
2: That got like dropped. They haven't mentioned that in like Yeah, they two have weeks. not mentioned it. Sure. Like, <laughs> like that is just gone silent. Which, which, okay, fine. I it does that feud does not interest me at all. Like that seems very stupid, but whatever.
1: If it somehow turns out that the Mercedes plan, and she does come into AEW for however long a shot for a long time. If it actually does turn out that the original plan was a Jade Cargill spot, and it was to take on, like, it, it, with the little bow-wow thing. And then someone figured it out, and the internet was just like, oh, that's stupid. And TK was like, oh, okay, we're not doing that then. If that's the way that it plays out, I'm going to take a victory lap, and then I'm going to laugh very hard at the end.
2: The Seraya mystery partner thing is a, a lot better of a reveal than, yeah, this Bow Wow thing, which has been—I've had no interest from the start since I started this whole thing on Twitter and whatnot. Bow Wow, a lot of bot followers. I feel like because this man's got like three million followers and gets no engagement. <laughs>
1: it's my favorite type of following: no engagement, but I got them numbers, baby.
2: Yeah, just none. I was stunned when I saw it. like this man announced his tour and got like less than a thousand likes. You got like millions of followers. It's a tour announcement. How do you have less than a thousand likes on this?
1: They're all his Instagram followers. That's where you got to look them up.
2: I guess so. It's
1: so so where the I'm kids watched. are these days. They're not on Twitter. They're not on. They're not on Elon's private jet. Oh, I just got blocked.
2: <laughs> oh, good job. You don't need to be oh, on Twitter well. anyway.
1: No, no one needs to be on Twitter. Just leave. Just get off Twitter. It's not worth yep. it. It's, it's useless. You know what's not useless? Leaving a thumbs up on this video. That's not useless. Maybe subscribe to the channel. That'd be, that'd be worthwhile. So let's move on to number four. Kathy Kelly says, Stephanie McMahon asked if I wanted to be a writer and offered commentary training. This came across my newsfeed, and the first thing I thought of was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Stephanie McMahon tries to offer a lot more opportunities for women, which uh, is, is, I mean, it's excellent. It's something that's helpful. Um, and Kathy Kelly as a writer or commentator, I mean, seems like a way to go. But uh, what do you think of this? She was speaking to Christian Harlov on his podcast, The Big Thing. I was,
2: I was very excited when Kathy Kelly returned to WWE. Always liked Kathy Kelly. Always thought she did a really good job and everything. And you now she left during the pandemic and whatnot, and seemed like she had goals in mind. And then the pandemic kind of halted those goals a little bit but i just thought she was very versatile for WWE and probably like could have done more and should have done more and i know triple h was always a fan and everything and i know there's the report rumor of like oh well they brought back kathy because they missed out on renee i don't care kathy Keller's is back that's all i care about um so to hear you know she was like Stephanie offered me this she asked if I want to be a writer because Kathy has written a movie she said has worked on some scripts she asked if I want to do commentary training like she asked if I want to do other stuff it was basically like do I want to be raw smack Like, what do you want to do and Kathy's like well this is what I want to do and then that, that is what she's doing now she's doing backstage stuff in for raw and smackdown um yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting that she got offered these other spots and it wasn't just a thing of like yeah we're bringing you back You're just going to do the same role that you've always done. It was more of a discussion than that. And they, they really seem to like Kathy Kelly and Kathy Kelly always seemed to have a good relationship with them. It's a nice little, nice little partnership between the two. And a a lot of stuff that I don't know if uh, the, the big thing sent quotes to other sites. uh, But like, I read a lot of other, I read quotes from this and it was just the, here's how the discussions came about. And I didn't read this part from all the other sites where, where I, I originally saw these quotes. So I, you know, this is a, a lesson. Jeremy's news tips, whoa, whoa, whoa. listen to everything yourself, everybody. Like whatever other people run, like cool. You don't know if they're sent quotes. You don't know if they got it from another site because sites are bad at sourcing and things like that. That's why I always say, listen to stuff for yourself. And, because there might be more to the story, get the context. For yourself then just go with what somebody else says uh and you know there, there are certainly reputable people that you can like all right take their quotes and properly source uh i obviously i think we do a good job andrew thompson is the goat uh, so like there, there's reputable places that you can be like yeah this is good you can use their stuff uh, but i even even when it comes to somebody like andrew uh, it's I always be like, oh, that, that's good. Let me listen for myself and just double check, see if there might be something else that he didn't run first or that I can add further context to.
1: So in a perfect world, Kathy Kelly's back, she decides to be a commentator. You can replace her uh, you, could, you could place her on any commentary team removing one person from a current commentator position. You cannot take Booker T off of NXT because that's too obvious. So who do you remove to replace Kathy Kelly, with, uh, in?
2: Um, I don't know if she. I don't. I don't view her as a commentator, and I'm not saying she L- wouldn't be. L- good. Let's at say she
1: successfully okay. completed the commentator. Let's say. Let's say she was a, a good commentator. Turns out that oh my god, she's so she's worth it. Who would you replace right now? Who's not Booker T?
2: Okay. Well, that that like Lee it's either wade barrett michael cole and i like them as a duo so is she gonna do play by play it feels like she's more of a color person i think she's more of a color person yeah like i don't mind graves i know a lot of people don't seem to like him, but like i don't mind i think he adds to the broadcast in some aspects and i kevin patrick is just whatever to me so i don't feel like there are that many like great options honestly
1: I feel so like that's it's a terrible
2: it. answer, but it's it's it really it, you're taking out Booker T and you're leaving me with Barrett and Corey Graves and I don't mind either of of those two. So maybe
1: she is going to by, play by play. Maybe she replaces Vic Joseph and you got Vic Joseph and Booker T on commentator commentary every Tuesday.
2: That's fine. I'd replace her with Kevin Patrick then. Okay. Or I'd replace Kevin Patrick with her then.
1: All right hey listen just bit on if you know in the comments who you want then uh, let us know but remember cannot be booker t because he has an ironclad contract which in wwe means ironclad forever
2: booker rules booker is great i don't care what anybody says he's fantastic
1: Number three, Ricky Starks says it would have been great to have a match with CM Punk. I was always able to talk to him. Ricky Starks had an interview with DAZN. Uh, had plenty to say about CM Punk and, and and a whole lot more leading into his match with MJF uh, at Winter Is Coming this past Wednesday. Uh, match was a lot of fun, and the interview is even more fun. Jeremy, what uh, why, why are we talking about DAZN and uh, Ricky Starks's interview? I
2: think mean, Ricky's great, and he did uh, a lot of media leading up to to Winter Is Coming, and you know, he was asked about it wasn't like directly asked about punk. He was asked more about like momentum and the punk promo was referenced. And then Ricky came to that and then it kind of became into punk. I feel like what with this one is one, there's a lot of CM Punk stuff out there and most of it is negative and you don't hear a lot of the positive. And then when, when it comes to the positive, it's largely FTR and obviously they have a, a good relationship with him and we're on television with him. So it's like, oh, of course they're backing Punk and everything. Ricky is a is a guy who, you know, doesn't really have any any skin in that game. He, he doesn't have a reason to put Punk over or to bury him. So he's just speaking his truth of like, yeah, Punk was great with me. He gave me advice. You know, I I wish I did a match with him. I I was annoyed that we didn't end up working a match. He could he could very easily avoid the topic, or he could very easily uh, you know disparage him like You know other people have or, or Whatever but he He said kind things about punk and there just aren't A lot of kind stories out there about CM Punk nowadays so hearing it from a Guy who was on the main event of The last show is a little little Refreshing that is like oh maybe You know there was some good stuff With CM Punk backstage it wasn't Universally hated like The perception is That's out there it's like oh well, only FTR Like this guy like oh well, Ricky Stark seemed to like this guy. So good on Ricky for for answering the question, elaborating on it, and, you know, saying, saying what he had to say about Sam Funk.
1: He should work with Sting again.
2: It seemed like he wanted to work with Sting again. It does, it's, yeah. Yeah, so he should, I'd be he down should for beat that. Sting.
1: Well, let's move on, get to number two. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero tried to do Eddie Guerrero's low rider entrance for years. Nyla Rose was on the Vicky Guerrero Excuse Me podcast. Uh, which hilarious. I I've known about this podcast for so long, I haven't listened to it yet because every time I think about it, I just think it's Vicky for a straight hour yelling excuse me into a microphone. And I know it's not, and I hear that it's actually quite an entertaining listen, but uh her and Nyla must be actually a, a hoot of an interview.
2: It, it was, and they like did a little kayfabe, non-kayfabe, because they talk about like the full gear match, and they're like, "Vicky, it costs me this." Marina caught like, "Where were you guys? The baddies interfered," and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry." So, like on that part, they just kayfabe a little bit. It's like, eh, whatever. Vicky is is fun. Like her podcast is fine. I don't like the intro because it's very loud and it does like yell at you, and then it comes down, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And if I forget to like turn my head phones down i just like oh shit blow my ears out uh but like vicky's a fine interviewer uh she has a good relationship with a lot of people and sometimes she doesn't like always know the full backstory so, so sometimes you do just get like the, the cliche like how'd you get into wrestling like tell me about this and like oh, i've heard this story a million times because i listened to three million interviews uh but if you haven't heard these stories then they're, they're fresh for those people but nyla obviously she's had a very long-standing relationship with nyla they hang out a lot at AEW, and to hear them talk about the the lowrider entrance of you know that was a big thing at, at full gear her coming out doing that uh, in the lowrider with the, the eddie guerrero tribute and everything and you know so you hear them say like yeah we wanted to do this for years and nyla she's had pay-per-view matches uh i mean she was the champion at one point but i don't know if it ever would have worked like it did on this especially because the whole build-up was her stealing the tbs title and everything so doing the eddie guerrero tribute like was very fitting for that uh but it, it was you know interesting to hear that they had been pitching that for for a few years now and they finally got the the clearance to do it and you know, Nyla clearly a big fan of Eddie. Clearly has a lot of respect for for Vicky. Vicky has a lot of respect for Nyla, obviously the the widow of Eddie. Uh, I do wish that they had talked about Vicky wearing the Rhea shirt and if she had to get that approved or anything, but they didn't touch on that at all. But I wish they had kind of just brought that up because that was a big part of the story as, as well. Of like, oh wait, she's wearing a Rhea Ripley t shirt out here. So I. I I would like to know Vicky's thoughts on what's going on with that, with Dominic and with Rhea. Clearly she likes it to some extent if she's out there supporting it with, with Rhea's shirt, but I would, I would really like to hear her thoughts on that and just what she thinks. I, I think she, Vicky is very, uh she, she's very, I, I would say kind with everything. Like she seems to just enjoy a lot, just being, in, being part of the business, enjoying pro wrestling and stuff, uh, which is good. You there's a lot of stories. It's just like, ah, this sucks and everything. But Vicky seems to be very, and Vicky could have every right of like, you know, look what happened to, to my husband and what the business like did to him. But she seems to just be very appreciative of of wrestling and still being involved and her son being involved in in the business. I guess, uh, Dominic is, is not her son. I keep thinking he is, but that's not, that's not actually true. Uh, (laughs) But yes, her, well, her no, first true.
1: What are you talking about? Yeah, there's a sorry. whole article I forgot who won article. that match. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Vicky is absolutely Dominic's mother. Yes. We know this. <laughs> uh I, I really like in the podcast where she's talking about how uh that she got teary eyed when they did the the practice for the intro, um, yeah. And she just felt all the emotion of, of Eddie and thinking about how he must have felt every night doing the the intro with the low rider gimmick. I thought that was really heartwarming. And yeah, like you mentioned, the "I'm Your Mommy" shirt, wearing the Rhea Ripley WWE branded T-shirt. You don't see it, you don't know it. It's one of those things. If you know, you know. But to get her uh, her thoughts and her comments on having done that, uh, that would be that be something something interesting to hear. So. Tony Khan, I know you watch the show religiously. Uh, If you wouldn't mind passing this clip on to one Vicky Guerrero and getting her thoughts on her next podcast.
2: Tony Khan ignores all requests involving T-shirts when it comes to the show.
1: It's a good point, actually. He really does. Where's Jeremy's T-shirt? Where's the T-shirt? Get in the T-shirt. Where's the T-shirt? Let's move on to number one. This one's actually, I, I like this. This is very interesting. Uh, Smoke Dizza hopes Solo Sokoa was sent by The Rock leading to The Rock's return. Smoke Dizza was speaking with uh, Rosenberg Radio because, of course, he was speaking with, uh, with Rosenberg on Cheap Heat because Rosenberg has this very interesting and very strange cross-section of wrestling and hip-hop, rap, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Smoke Dizza on the show, I know this was bread and butter for you.
2: Um, so I, I know smoked as I know he's big involved in in wrestling and everything. And I've put over Rosenberg on the show. I think he's like a fine interviewer. I, his takes I could live without, but like as an interview person, like I think he's, I think he's good. Um, but yeah, smoked as was on the show and like, I wasn't expecting too much out of this, but I like to try to do crossover stuff whenever I can, if it's possible. And there wasn't a whole lot to this. Like he just kind of gives thoughts on the, the current landscape of wrestling. Yeah. I like this, I don't like this. It's like oh, okay. Like, I don't I don't like running too much opinion stuff when it comes to like outside people. Um, largely because I feel like just everyone has an opinion, and I'm not saying this in a disparaging way, a- and I mean this, it's it's not just with rappers, basketball players, anybody on the, the outside world. This goes for people who have been in the business Eric Bischoff, Rick Flair. I don't put much stock into their opinion. Like if Eric Bischoff says, I don't like CM Punk, he's a bad wrestler. Cool. Like that's just your opinion, man. Like I I don't feel the need to get an article out of that. So I didn't feel the need to get an article. Smoke doesn't like this. He doesn't like this. What I didn't feel the need to get an article out of was him kind of fantasy booking a little bit because I'm a big fan of the fantasy booking. I think a lot of people like the fantasy booking and maybe I'm, incorrect in this but i had not really seen the solo Sokoa rock connection of solo Sokoa is there and this is going to lead to the rock i've not heard that like brought up by anybody so i thought it was a i thought it was a little interesting point that could maybe get people talking of like oh that's a new idea that is being presented that's out there so and like I always say if you're going to listen to like an hour long podcast like this is like just pull something make it worthwhile and and this was the the most interesting thing I I could pull and but I and it was because I did find it you know I found it new I found it a little fresh and you know good on smoke desert for coming up coming up with that if that was you know his his original idea or if he stole it and just you know enhanced it
1: so it's funny that you say that I have heard that idea Uh, Okay. Um, through other, other wrestling websites, uh, and, and it's usually I don't listen li- to that stuff though. So no, maybe I, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I, and for me, it's like it, it. You get a pat on the head, and a, that's a nice idea. That seems to be the going answer. To Solo Sokoa was brought in by The Rock. It's not a bad idea. I just think it's it's a wrinkle to a story that doesn't need the wrinkle. It's an extra wrinkle that doesn't really add to it. But we're not here to talk about storylines and ideas. But Smoke does actually coming in and having. Having stuff to say about current day storyline and actually like creative ideas, I think that's that's more interesting than like, yeah, I like this wrestler and that wrestler and I want to get in the ring cuz every rapper seems to want to get in the ring and be aggressive with somebody and I don't get it. But I, um, I don't even
2: think he he was asked about any of like getting in the ring type of thing. Yeah. Ro- Rosenberg, no, but
1: most of them, most of them oh, like, yeah. make it a point to just say, I want right. to get ring and beat somebody. It's like, but why you don't have any training. Why do you, you want to just beat somebody up? What is this shit?
2: He, he seems to have like a lot of respect for wrestling. He's clearly been around it, been to shows and everything. And Rosenberg seems to have a, a longstanding relationship with smoke Dizza as well. So it was very free flowing and just like, it sounded like just two dudes chatting about wrestling uh, that like on their off time that, that you, and then they recorded it. And a lot of times those are like cool conversations and everything. Yeah. I listened to this and didn't really expect to get a ton out of it. Um, but I figured not many people are really going to cover it. Maybe there's a little hidden gem in there or something. And we're always looking for like crossover stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a person who covered uh, um, shit. Who, who was it? The, the G unit guy um tony yayo tony yayo with the you can't see me, you can't with, see with, me yeah cross- that was a great story yes. too yeah so like crossover stuff is always good because i don't think a lot of people are like fully fully looking for that so i well i haven't heard the souls thing so that was new information to me i thought it was interesting
1: yeah listen not everyone listens to every single piece of wrestling audio that's out there or video for that matter so every i always say there's no new idea in wrestling they're just people discovering different concepts. Yeah. Uh, but hey, listen, people are stumbling upon this video every week. So go ahead and leave a thumbs up and subscribe to us here on the Fightful Overbook channel. Jeremy, let's get out of here and enjoy our weekend. Uh, what do you want to pitch before we go?
2: I don't know. Was that all of them? I thought, are we missing one?
1: No, we got through all of them.
2: Oh, I don't know. the, the...
1: Do you want to add one? Is there an honorable mention?
2: I don't think so. I don't remember what I covered. I feel like I had a down week uh when it when it comes to, to coverage. So yeah, that's okay. It's
1: the holiday season, Jeremy. It's okay. It's okay to be a little light.
2: <laughs> I guess so. It's been a long week. It's been a long week, Joe Farrell. Um I hear you. no, I don't have it. Don't follow me on Twitter. Follow Steven Jensen on Twitter at fight talk underscore. Um watch. You know what? I, I will give shout outs uh to, to people. Um, you know, Sean Sean Ross app that that jerk uh he tweeted this last night like we do a lot of interviews now on on fightful sean's got a bunch of interviews he did he did one with uh jay white that got a lot of uh attention and everything and i did i did all the transcription work uh for that um Grapsody, Will Washington, Righteous Reg, Phil Lindsay. They've been doing a lot of interviews. Uh, they did one with Will Nightingale that's up now on Fightful. Um, I did i did a, all the transcription work for that. Danny Limelight, uh, all, all that. And then uh, myself and, and Steven Jensen, we, we just had Dan the Dad on, uh, on Thursday. And so I've been very – I feel like I've had less free time to – seek out find other interviews and everything because i've been working so hard on the interviews fightful is getting and and this is not a complaint at all i love that we are able to get so much exclusive content in so so many interviews from just a variety of jay white's the iwgp world's heavyweight champion like that's that's a big time right there yeah, willow willow just signed to AEW, and then dan the dad kind of went viral off of AEW, and one of the you know Kind of a well-known independent name so we we kind of cover our bases at all levels here and, and Sean just interviewed uh Carmel Hayes as well so like we try to cover cover it at all levels and you know whether you're super plugged into wrestling and independent wrestling and you, you follow everything you are like Steven Jensen and you watch every outlet that cool we got you covered with people that you, you kind of know or you only watch the the top stuff like AEW, wwe new japan we got that too and hopefully you discover some of these independent guys that you maybe haven't heard of through our website so uh, i just want to give a shout out to the the fightful team because we we're doing a lot of interview work and you know trying to give you guys some our own newsworthy stories for for other websites out there uh so yeah shout out to everybody at, at fightful and shout out to myself for doing all the transcriptions
1: i'll have some more interviews for you after this weekend fuck it's another greek town weekend so there you go
2: yeah i know that uh i saw you and you and tim did the the preview so yes yes everyone watch that uh i do look forward to whatever you you have to send me and creating more work for myself uh and it's high time i ask for another raise
1: buddy you and me both (laughs) you and me both Fightful over book come and subscribe to us here. We drop content every single day. We have some great shows from personalities that you should be hearing from coexisting with Rob and Maggie. You've got Tag Talk with Kylie and Haley. You've got, uh, who else? I mean, Tim and I do a show, but no one wants to listen to that. I get it. Uh, who, who am I missing? Am I missing? I mean, you and SP3. Nobody wants to listen to that. That's a non-wrestling show.
2: Yeah, There's that's one. the best show we do on this channel because we're signing up our pal Share Delaware for <laughs> dating websites that's and stuff. That's,
1: that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's true. It's the best All right. thing we do. Just subscribe to us here at the channel. There's plenty going on. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Enjoy your weekend and we'll see you next week. Cheers.